Welcome to the North Node Podcast. Visit us at northnodecast.com. Welcome back to part two of Sex and Soul Ties here on the North Node Podcast. We're going to be talking about soul ties in general, and we're going to be talking about sex and soul ties. So it's going to be some interesting things that lead up to that because we want this to be uh, really just a natural conversation. And it does turn out to be that way. I have Shadia with me on this episode. And you know what? Shadia is going to be a common voice here on the podcast. And there's going to be other common voices that will be along with hers as well. There's so many people I want to introduce everybody to. Sometimes there may be episodes where I'm not even on it and it's going to be someone else just taking over this is a spirit-led type of thing that we're doing and we're just vessels so it's all about letting the spirit take over as we do this so i'm excited in in this episode i guess you could say to present this recording of the conversation that we had on these things that we discussed it's not something i recommend you listen to with kids especially as it gets into some other things on the latter part of what we talked about but i just want to put that out there as a courtesy and once again thank you shadia's website is going to be mentioned in the recording both at the beginning and at the end i want you to check her out and get familiar with her get familiar with her contribution who she is what she does because she is an awesome person so without further ado we're just going to get right into this once again thank you for tuning in to the North Node Podcast. Here's Shadia. Hey, welcome to the North Node Podcast. Shadia, what's going on? How you doing? What's good? What's good? What's good? <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to say it's all good. It's all good. Even the things that don't it feel is. good are still good. Yep, I yep. agree. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you something. In the house, we got a real alchemist in here. Yeah. Yes. That's yes. it. <laughs> Freedom Alchemist. I'm telling you, and, and you know, one of the things that I want to have people do is be able to look at what you have to contribute. So how do people get to find out more about you and, and give them like your website and whatever you want to share? Yeah, for sure. Uh, my website is heyshadia.com. It's H-E-Y um, S-H-E-E-D-I-A.com. Um, my name is, is is Dutch, so it's not the usual mm-hmm. English um, spelling. But yeah, that's where you find all everything about me. Um, I hang out mostly on Facebook. I call myself like an old millennial. Okay. <laughs> so okay. <laughs> you can find my profile there and just be friends. It's um, facebook.com forward slash Shadia Janssen. Um, and I'm... I'm pretty much one of the only Shadias, which is kind of nice. So <laughs> you're the only one I've ever met. Yeah, there's a few from here for sure, um, but not many, and wow. not many with an online presence. I mean, there's one girl that did a a project once, and she's on YouTube, but <laughs> you don't have that many. <laughs> and there's only one that's an alchemist, and that's that's yes. our one and only. <laughs> Yes, that's I'm me. Telling you, I'm getting co-host energy from you. I'm serious. We we got to talk about that. I'm, oh, okay. All right. I I'm like open that. to it. Let me uh, know. <laughs> see there. See, I wish everybody moved like that and operated like that. That's awesome. 
I'm telling you, it, this is growing. It's 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 taking on the the life it's supposed to take. And I tried to rush some things and get some things to happen on my timetable. And you know what I realized is that in spiritual circles, that's just not how things work. No. It's interesting because we have the power to change destiny. Mm -hmm. You know, like we can work through things, we can change things, but at the same time, there's destiny that's predestined for us. Mm -hmm. So both are true. And we have to be able to know when is which when when is what happening when are you when are you supposed to go with the flow and trust that you're going to get there and when are you supposed to set intentions and like really go for it right and it's and i can explain to you when is when you know like Mm -hmm. your desires are your guiding system, you know? And so you, you set intentions in regards to your desires and those are locked in, right? Like when you set an intention, it's done. You don't really need to reset an, an intention. <laughs> I had a lot of issues with that in the past. It's very powerful setting an intention, but then you go into the void and into the void is that place where you kind of, need to move with the universe like it's not that you fully surrender and like do nothing mm -hmm. but it is like an a harmony with the universe like um when you're singing you know there's there's harmonization i mean not all of us sing but mm -hmm. <laughs> you we all have seen people harmonize it's like when one starts and the other ends and they like move together and in that void that's how it works it's not you're forcing things to happen because mm -hmm. then you're taking over and you're not harmonizing, but it's also not um, the universe is doing everything and you're just laying there. <laughs> right, right. Wow, that's 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 a way to put it. That clarifies some things too. When you you said something that that made me think. Um, in other words, the it, our desires. When you said something about setting intentions and our desires, that that that. Mm -hmm. I don't want to paraphrase. I don't want to take away from what you said. But what it made me think of, what it triggered in me is, is a conversation I had a while back about purpose with my mm -hmm. brother and with my son. And at that time, this is a while back, I was uh, I was going through a real ugly divorce that was an uh, unexpected separation. Was, everything was just rocking my world. So I was thinking that our purpose is outside of our desire because of the mindset that we get in when we're going through things mm -hmm. and, and just going with the wrong flow. Yeah. You know, going, going with the negative aspect of a circumstance. So I, I began to develop this whole mindset around it. And I was talking to them about, well, sometimes you can't do what you want to do. You gotta, you gotta go according to what you're called to do and be it just really talking a lot of sophistry, you know, a lot of contradictions. Mm. Um, it, it's, it's also how Christianity teaches you, right? Like your de desires are evil in most Christian circles. Don't fall into your desires. Don't fall into the flesh, mm -hmm. right? And so when you have your purpose that's like God-given and you have it on this pedestal that like God will guide you through it, but then mm -hmm. your desires are evil and they're sinful and they're all these ugliness, then 
it's logical that you start believing that you kind of need to go against your desires, what you want to do in order to get to your purpose, mm -hmm. which I found is the actual opposite. <laughs> That's interesting because it takes discovery to do that. Yeah. And, you, you know, this is not going to make a lot of people happy. I really don't care because this is not speaking to everybody. It's it's speaking to people who are pursuing purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, that that willingness to explore yes is is what will cause growth and when we talk about people's desires that that you know when we're talking about evil desire we're not talking about okay i'm having a conversation with somebody and i really want to smack them in the in the mouth because you know what i'm saying we're mm -hmm. not saying that <laughs> that's not what we're saying <laughs> we, don't, we don't want you to explore that <laughs> but when it comes down to natural desires and yeah and, and the fear of embracing certain things that that are a part of life um sometimes the only way and i really believe it's going to be 99.9 .9 percent of the time the only way to really know is to explore with that curiosity to grow because mm -hmm. you're not going to avoid oh go ahead it's through exploration that you find out what is what you know like yeah Anyone who has, like, if we look at traditional success and all that stuff, anyone who has gotten there, they failed along the way, too. Mm -hmm. And we can't be afraid of failure. Right. Because it's part of the journey. It is the thing that makes you successful. Exactly. So, you know, for some people, they play, they play an instrument very well. And mm -hmm. they want to explore. They want to go travel. They want to join a band or whatever, you know, whatever the story is. And a lot of times in certain religious circles, it's, oh, no, you need to just do this with it. This is all it's intended for. And mm -hmm. their, their, their definition of, of well, purpose, I, I guess I could say, is that it has to be done this way in which these people will approve in order for me to be successful in it. And they attach that to spirituality. And mm -hmm. then you get this person that is not happy, but they're trying to follow the rules. Yeah. And I believe that's abandoning your purpose because you're supposed to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. But that's also that. that's also what happens a lot in religion, right? I love to distinguish between religion and spirituality because religion is full of rules, full of restrictions, mm -hmm. and spirituality is open. Anything goes. It's like, can you connect to yourself and to your heart? Mm -hmm. And based on that, you go with it. But what's also interesting is we, it's not just in, in Christian circles or religious circles. It's also, if you take it outside into business circles and stuff like that, people are always thinking, I need to take these steps in order to get to a certain goal. Mm -hmm. But if you've never reached a goal before, how do you know that you need to take those steps? And also just because somebody else took those steps to get there doesn't mean that those steps are going to work for you. Mm -hmm. So you got to explore your own inner guidance system in order to get there. But if we keep looking at it as I'm going, I need to do this in order to get that, mm -hmm. then we keep getting stuck in the process. And wow. so something that's helped me a lot is looking at what I do and what I receive is unrelated. Like that has helped me to separate that and really trust me, trust the universe, trust in all that, but also knowing that my intention is powerful enough that it's going to 
come to fruition, mm. even though most of the time it might not make sense in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing is in the middle, it doesn't make sense. And, and, you know, when we enjoy, like, I, I remember we talked before mm -hmm. and I brought up this, this video I saw this guy that was homeless and I think he was at a gas station or something. And he was talking to these people that were in their car and he was talking about people are concerned with the, all the things in life that you gain, they're concerned with the end result and they don't enjoy the journey. Everything mm. is about the end result. Yeah. And I and think, then, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was just about to say some people, some people have used that in the wrong ways when it comes to things like um, heaven and hell, stuff like that. And, and mm -hmm. the fear mongering and, and the system. And, you know, it's funny when you mentioned business circles, uh, you're, you're, you're versed in coaching in those areas. Mm -hmm. And even with me working around the people I work around and in the capacity that I do, you see certain things which are run the same way on, on the business end. So it's not just yeah. in faith-based circles. It's also the same thing that's done in a lot of industrial circles. Yeah. And also like weight loss and health, you know, it's you, in order to get there, you need to do this. And then you have all these people that do this and don't get there. And then they say, oh no, you didn't do this correctly. When in reality, there's no exploration of, oh, maybe you also need to do something else. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, turning inward and turning into my internal guidance system, my relationship with source, with God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, intuition, that then leads me to the answers that I need. Right. Versus... Right starting from the outside looking in and sometimes the outside influences the inside too but most of the time it's on the inside out from my experience oh yeah yeah because we, we were talking about the subconscious which is just about as deep as you can go right yeah when it comes to what your logical mind can grasp we can understand concepts of the subconscious better than we can the the, uh, the other aspects which are more spiritual in nature but mm -hmm when we look at that you're right because the way we are subconsciously that's the way we live that's our programming that's yeah. that's the the foundation of well that's the reason why we do what we do mm -hmm. um so you know we were talking about affirmations and things like that i think we were talking about that if i'm not mistaken i hope i'm not getting you mixed up with anybody else yeah I yeah no i was talking about affirmations okay i was like okay i was like <laughs> wait a minute who would i who was i talking to about affirmations and you're right we because we covered a whole lot when we talked yeah um, we we spoke <laughs> for like four and a half hours i couldn't believe it. i was like oh my god that was epic right there that was yeah. epic i was like this is a first this is a first of first um but yeah we were talking about that with affirmations and I can't remember exactly what you said about it, but I remember I was talking to someone about affirmations and I believe, I think I had it on a prior podcast episode where decrees versus affirmations, affirmations are like the maintenance work, but decrees you decree something and it, it's, it's like with the intentions. So you mm -hmm. have an intention and you decree something out of something that's just deep in you. you, you know it, you don't believe it, it's beyond it, you know it, and you're speaking it out, you're releasing it for it to be uh, the energy that's carried back in, in, in what's made manifest. And then with affirmations, you're convincing yourself of something you really don't believe. 
but you you you're using yeah. that repeti that repetition in order to believe and act on it so you're reprogramming your subconscious through repetitive uh affirmations and a lot of people don't know that that's the same thing that happens and i think you said this in hypnosis and you yeah. got into music and stuff like that can you touch on it and i know we're going to talk about and this is part of that that, that sex and soul ties if this all comes together people but i want you to talk about that for a second yeah so we have our conscious and our subconscious mind now when you're little your conscious mind isn't developed yet it, it starts to get developed around the age of seven so when you're little everything that your parents say people around you say things you've experienced and interpreted it from a childlike perspective mm -hmm. all that stuff goes into your subconscious and mm -hmm. your subconscious di dictates your habits it dictates how you move it dictates all that stuff right and it's a beautiful thing because it's that thing that makes walking automatic talking automatic you don't have to think about it um you just do, you just drive, you just do certain things and you don't have to think, oh, I have to put this one foot in front of the other and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. The issue is that our parents aren't perfect. The environment that we grow up in isn't perfect. And so it also informs habits and way of, ways of going about things that don't align with the direction that we want to go in life. Mm -hmm. right um but the thing about it it's so solid it's so ingrained in us then we have the conscious mind the conscious mind is a part that can think right like if you have the ha habit of overeating it's a habit it's deeply in your subconscious mind you're probably eating stuff unconsciously just like when you're driving sometimes you don't even think where you're going and you just arrive there right right that's all part of your subconscious mind but if you say oh i'm not going to eat anymore and i'm going to be making healthy choices and eating way less mm -hmm. we all know that doesn't happen automatically no you know because you're right it doesn't because the, the conscious mind, even though it's very smart and it knows how to do things, it also doesn't have the same power and capacity as the subconscious mind do. It doesn't, you need to be very aware constantly of what am I putting in my mouth? Mm -hmm. Is this what I want to eat? Is this in alignment with my goals? Mm -hmm. And that's where um, reprogramming the subconscious mind comes in because if you can do that, then obviously any type of goal you want is going to be really easy. That's right. And so affirmations are a really great way to do that because the repetition constantly over and over and over and over again, eventually it will ingrain and undo that programming that you've had in the past. But it takes time, right? Hypnosis, on the other hand, um, and other types of somatic works in, in combination with what you're saying and what you're intended and all that stuff, mm -hmm. it can make the process a little bit faster. Mm -hmm. And it can also access the subconscious mind a little bit easier as well, depending on how deep you go and how open and willing you are as well. Right. I yeah. like that. I like that. So, you know, with, with the framework of, of 
well, our framework is our belief system. And that's strongly rooted in things that we may not even consciously consider. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so a lot of people, they don't know why they do what they do. And they're trying to change it. And the key thing you brought up that's very interesting is uh, with dieting or being healthy. That's the that's primary right there. Because everybody can yeah. relate to that to some degree, whether they're wanting to put on a little bit of mass, you know, or or drop a little bit of mass or a lot of mass, or whatever the case is. Mm -hmm. um, I remember I got up to dang near 400 pounds and I had never been that heavy in my life. Mm -hmm. And it was to the point where I was married at the time. My ex-wife, she was buying me quadruple X shirts. She was like, are you going to wow. get any bigger? Oh, yeah, I was I was having bad sleep habits. Um stop breathing in the middle of the night, a lot of different stuff. So I don't know, maybe that's what led to her being like, I've had enough or whatever. I'm not, that makes some humor out of me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, yeah, I had got to this place. I was really unhealthy. So I wanted to begin to change that. And mm -hmm. when I was put in a period of separation, which eventually turned into a divorce, I was doing everything I could, not only to change that, but to, um, to not only to change the situation, or what have you, but to just basically rebuild my mind. And no matter what I did, no matter how many times I worked out, or whatever, I would always have this sweet tooth weakness I'd fall into. Yep. No matter what, I would always have this <laughs> sweet tooth weakness I would fall into, and I couldn't figure out what to do to, mm -hmm. uh, to break it. And one of the things that actually helped me a lot, and I, sometimes I still have it, but it ain't, it ain't nothing like it used to be. I had got on uh, Audible and I got yeah. some self-hypnosis books. Mm. And I almost want to say what the titles are, but I don't have that in front of me right now. I, I might, hold on, let me see. Hold on, I might, let me. Well, somebody might need this. I almost skipped over it and said, you know, they were like, what book did you use? So hold on, let me, let me see. I'll do due diligence and tell somebody what I got. Um, and it worked. And it took some time yeah. because it, it didn't work overnight. I will tell you that. Not like it did with continual use because there's power of suggestion. Um, mm -hmm. I got so many books on here. It's crazy. Um, but to go back into like the subconscious mind too, like if you have to... I had a client, he would always use this analogies, like if you need to ride a backwards bike so that you have to paddle backwards in order to go forward, mm -hmm. it's going to take you a while to be able to figure that out. Mm -hmm. And apparently somebody did this experiment and the dad did it. The dad took so much longer to be able to undo that versus the child did it and it was easier, right? But then... Mm -hmm they went back to the normal bike you know you paddle forward and you go forward that was a readjusting again because the subconscious is like huh but it was right. easier to readjust to that than it was to um adjust to the backwards bike so ah. we that's the it, it's literally like a mind fuck you know you yeah. you do certain things a certain way it's part of your habit. It's in your subconscious. It's trained to do that way so that you don't have to think about it because you can't think about everything. Our brain can't, our brain actually can't process the amount of information that um, we get in every minute. That's why we even have a, a reticular activating system oh, in our yeah. brains. 
That's that right. will yeah. filter out information. And so you only get the information that your subconscious is requesting, technically. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. You only see what you want to see. You right. only experience what you want to experience. That's mm -hmm. why different people experience totally different things, even though they had the exact same experience. So mm -hmm. to go back to it, it's a it's a reprogramming and hypnosis and stuff when you're sleeping or like setting an intention or even affirmations right before you fall asleep. Mm -hmm. All those things, they they reprogram your brain faster than affirmations all the time well, in the setting, awakened state. Yeah. And, you know, setting intention is powerful because that's where I believe it starts with setting intention mm -hmm. because we identify with what we want. We identify yeah. with what action we want. Oh, I should say that we, we identify with the result that we want. And then that helps us to take the actions that we take. So we mm -hmm. know how to target the um, the reticular activating system because it was brought up in something I was listening to by Ed Milet. And he, it was in one of his books. I can't think of the title of that book. I found the other one, The Ultimate Hypnosis 10 in one bundle on Audible, if anybody wants to try that out. But mm -hmm. he was talking about when you get a brand new car. And an example yeah. is... <laughs> You know, you, you got that, that um, I can't think, I got a red Jeep, all right? So everywhere I look, I may not see the red Jeep, but I see the same make and model. But when I first got it, I hardly ever saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Because your reticular activating system is looking at that. Right. Um, you look at people that are similar to you. You look at people that, you know, you might, if you're single, you'll notice all the single people in the room. If you're not single, yeah. you might just notice your partner or you might notice right. other couples. Right. <laughs> but as soon as you start thinking about, you know, having a child or you have a child or mm -hmm. your your sister has a child. Right. All of a sudden you see babies everywhere. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember when uh, when we were when she was pregnant. I wasn't pregnant, but she was pregnant with my oldest and mm -hmm. we were we at the time we were freshly married um and all of a sudden everybody pregnant it's like yep. pregnant people everywhere I'm like, i never seen and now i, I hardly ever seen any pregnant people i'm glad <laughs> i'll be nervous with, <laughs> it's the same with like weddings or you know houses whatever uh -huh. like you start to tune in to that and yes. it's a very scientific thing but also, if you look at it at a, at a spiritual level in regards to vibration, you're vibrating that. And so you're attracting that. And the more you see it, the more you attract it. And it's like it all works together for that's our right. own benefit. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that I, I would say to a person who's wanting to know how to make changes and change habits, because habits are really hard to break if you don't make yourself clear on your intention. And when, like I said, setting intention is almost like setting a goal. It really is the same thing. Goal and yeah, we use different words. It's the same thing, but um, we see what we want to see. And so, mm -hmm. if we are in the mindset of being victims, if we've been hurt, we need to heal, and we're still seeing through the eyes of pain. It's funny how mm -hmm. it it makes things take so much longer to heal. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. if we can start seeing ourselves wealthy instead of you know, seeing everybody else is wealthy and ourselves is poor, we begin to change our reality. Mm -hmm. um, if we if we get to be grateful for the things that are working out for us, we see the tools we have in order to get what we want. 
just by starting off with those simple things that we should be grateful for. And it's so tough to do that sometimes when we are linked mm. with the wrong people. And, yes. and this is all, this is really easy stuff to do to a certain degree, to a certain degree. When, if you, if you didn't have the challenge of being around others to counter your progress, mm-hmm. I, I really do. Th- I do believe that. I would say, I know that from personal experience. Um, that's what I, that's what comes to mind when I think of soul ties. Mm. Some are, some are, some are good, right? Some are not good. Yeah. I want to make that clear for people to know that there are some soul ties that are purposeful, meaningful, beneficial, mutually, not Mm -hmm. (laughs) one-sided. Um, so when I, when I look at, and I've been meditating on this for a while here as of late, even probably further back, but it's been more intense. And I don't know why I've been going in this direction because I've already done some work to clear soul ties and to be free and to literally, you know, say I'm detached from all these other people's energies in the way that I used to be. And a lot of that stuff was when I got, when I got divorced and I had, um, I had this sexual awakening. If I, and if I can, y'all don't, don't, don't shoot me down. I may not be using the right term. Mm -hmm. This is what I call it. Okay. Um, I got linked up with people that I shouldn't have been. Some are awesome people, but we were just on two different paths. And the, the energy interference caused me to be held back in areas that I didn't target because I was dealing with more than just myself. And I didn't understand certain things I was feeling. Have you ever had an experience like that? Does this make sense to you when I put that yes. that way? Yes. Um, not sexually, but it doesn't need to be sexually like some people have that soul tie with family members i've had that a lot with family members right it's like it's a very unhealthy attachment mm-hmm. you know where it's like a a codependency that's that, that not word. helping yep. you mm-hmm. um and as you said some of it serves you you know some it and also also it doesn't matter what sort of habits, what sort of soul tile, soul tie, whatever it is that you're trying to break. Mm-hmm. You also have to understand that there are benefits that come with that, mm-hmm. right? Like, for example, if it's a family member, there might be a safety that comes with that. Mm-hmm. If it's an eating habit, it might be a... Um, an escape, a regulation that happens to your nervous system, right? Like there's a deregulated nervous system that eating it, or at least it, it kind of looks like your nervous system is regulated, but that's why you got to keep eating. Comfort because, foods, yeah. Yeah. Because it never actually gets regulated. Mm-hmm. So we, we have to also look at the how it's benefiting you and keeping you stuck because there's safety mm-hmm. in being stuck. Mm-hmm. And so once you realize that, oh my God, this perceived like safety mm-hmm. is not actually helping me, that's the first step in order to start saying, hey, I'm ready to break some of this because yeah. um, it it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. It is. It is. And, and I think a lot of times we have those triggers and we have things that 
like when you talked about the food, I, I tell people because I, I become way more transparent with this than I used to be that um, I didn't need alcohol. I didn't need drugs. I didn't need a lot of the go-tos that people go to. But when it came down to what I considered pretty women, yeah, I, that that weakness was triggered. And Mm-hmm. that's the only way I, I don't want to say my, my, my nature was, I think it was, you know, just naturally that those desires are, are natural. But the way that it, th things were done were just self-serving. It was just to medicate. And you said something, you said that there's benefits out of it. So you get something out of
in fact, finally let it go. Yes, yes, yes. And in fact, I had this with a friend recently too. And this is really recent. It happened in July of this year. And this friend, like we were really, really, really close. Um, we were talking every single day, multiple times a day through this app called Voxer, which is like a walkie talkie app. Mm-hmm. And she was my best friend. She was my everything. And it was all virtual. We we didn't actually meet in person ever. Oh, wow. And then, and then we had some exchanges wow. around race. Uh-huh. And I was organizing this... Um, racial awareness event and she Mm -hmm. is a white girl Mm -hmm. and her perspective around it you know I was awakening to certain things that I didn't see before Mm -hmm. and I was explaining it to her and explaining you know how I get really triggered by certain things and how uncomfortable it is and also saying you know um, some of the things you say trigger me as well and she didn't really care. She's like, Oh, but you don't listen to me and you don't do this. And and I'm like, (laughs) wow, we're talking about me here. We're talking about my issues dealing with Mm -hmm. understanding my um, ancestry, which was, you know, a genocide, a trafficking, all this stuff that happened Mm-hmm. with people that have a background in transatlantic slavery mm-hmm. and you're making it about you you know and about your issues and your uncomfortability and that's not a right that i said something and i'm like i get that i might say some things that aren't right but you have to understand that i'm telling you that i'm very triggered and i don't really know how to deal with this well it ended up that she's like i'm done you can't hold space for me that's oh, it. oh wow Right. No empathy. No. And it was very uncomfortable because it's like, who do I talk to now? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I also believe that when there is a void, it will be filled. Mm -hmm. But we have to hold that void for long enough. That's right. You can't go running back, right? Running back Mm -hmm. to what was. Mm -hmm. We have to sit in the uncomfortability of Mm -hmm. not having what we were used to having. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't remember, it doesn't matter what type of soul tie it is, Mm -hmm. whether it is to an object, to eating or to people, Mm -hmm. you have to be able to just sit with nothingness because that thing, yeah, that thing that was there is not there anymore. Yeah. And it will be filled. Sometimes it's felt with someone else coming in. Sometimes it's felt through your own self-love and your own Mm self-care. Sometimes it's felt through a new hobby or a different way of going about things um, or a huge life change. It doesn't matter, but you got to be able to sit with it until that thing comes through. And that's what I think causes people to yield to the pull now that's where we can say that that we hear we hear the term soul ties and it's literally it can Mm -hmm. be that you're getting pulled back through guilt or through something there's you're i think a lot of times is there's there's a fear of deficiency from a um Mm. 
from a mindset of of um, the term is escaping my mind right now, but basically a lack mindset. People yeah. wanted to, they keep getting pulled because there's these ties to them that's just pulling them in all these different directions and they have to cord cut. They have to cut those cords mm -hmm. so that they can be free, so that their energy can be independent. And even that, you know, even though I'm not ascribing to any religion or whatever, in every religion there's elements of truth and power. And one of yeah. the one one of the um, passages, as we both grew up the same way, uh, in the same kind of belief system, is you know to be transformed by the renewing of our minds, mm -hmm. and that is something that is a independent requirement we can't we can't be transformed and be renewed and be who we ought to be and, and and the whole glory that comes with that with these connections to the wrong people who are not aiding in that process yeah and a lot of times we've got we've gotten so far of course that in order for us to experience that miracle really because it's that rare in life it's a miracle and when people mm -hmm. have that, that's the only way they can describe because everything changes with it. In order for that to take place, when people are so far off track, it literally means cutting everybody. Yeah. And people wait till they're triggered to do it. Mm -hmm. And when we wait till we're triggered, in some cases, it's already done the damage it was meant to do. Yeah. In some cases. Um think we assess damage very well as human beings either you know if we we think often in regards to money you know like how much money is this costing me how much time well most people don't even think about time but um and that's you sad. also have to think yeah we also have <laughs> to think about energy and time mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but also how much is it hurting your soul right like how much are you putting up with and go. how much are you getting out of it? Just right. because you're not necessarily losing money, at least directly from dealing with this person or staying in this relationship, doesn't mean that it's not hurting you. Mm -hmm. And also, also, usually you can put a price tag to that too, eventually. Because once you let go of that person, more opportunities can open up for you. Right. When our brains are in survival mode, so when there's fear, resentment, anxiety, those type of things present, our brain sends all of our um, the blood supply into our body because it's time to run, flee, fight, right. um, fight, flight, yeah, fight, flight, freeze, fawn responses, right? Wow. Um, so one place that there is no blood is in your brain. So creativity goes down. Um, your ability to think critically goes down. All that goes down. And when all of that is down, one thing you can't do is progress, is create, is do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. In fact, um, somebody from here, from Curacao, shared something recently. She was like, when a a couple is trying to get pregnant it's not just the woman it's also the man that needs to speak to himself and his body letting him know that it's safe to procreate right wow. because if you're in fight flight freeze or fawn mode your body does not have what it needs 
to produce. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have what it needs to um, recreate cells and heal itself. That's why people get sick and have all these problems because we've gotten so used to sticking with people, situations, um, and things that no longer serve us. Mm-hmm. But we don't see that it's that bad. It's yeah. it's okay. It's not that bad. And I speak at it that way, and it might look like a little bit condescending, but mm-hmm. it's also really hard to see. You know, yes. I've recently, because I talked about, you know, cutting ties with family members and stuff. I recently started seeing one family member, and I'm not going to divulge a lot about that here, because mm-hmm. I'm still like, uncovering some of things about that i'm seeing how one family member of mine we have a very toxic codependent relationship (laughs) Mm -hmm. and (laughs) i'm like oh shit i thought this was love (laughs) oh wow oh and it's not it's not so it's really hard to see because you're in it and it's your normal you know, that 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 put me into a line of thought where, and a lot of people are saying this now, and I don't think a lot of people understand the dynamic. Um, th- this is going to sound so strange as it relates to what you just said until I finally make the point. So bear with me here. Yeah. Um, that phrase, many are called, but few are chosen. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are stuck in that cycle that you just explained, things like it. Yeah. And they don't come out of it because they don't identify with the issue. They don't he they don't hear the calling. They don't hear it. And you got mm-hmm. those that do hear it. And they it's 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 funny what happens when you hear the calling when whenever you identify with it. Then you begin to have this turmoil in your life with that person that you were so comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And your eyes get open. Yeah. And, and it, it is it's, it's interesting because in the dynamic of being in the realm of the soul, there's that's what I was going to say earlier. Um, it, you know, that you remember this passage, you know, I desire that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the prosperity of the soul, where we have a world, and it's funny, even in that organization and of those bodies of organizations associated with that title they base prosperity on the exterior yeah the the prosperity is 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 money uh tangible items accoutrements accolades things like that and the essence of what their faith should be based on is talking about the soul so being abundant emotionally being abundant in, in every aspect that you can think of as it relates to the soul and with that the body aligns with the soul with Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. the things that we bring about are in line with the soul so it's it's so interesting how people look away from that and look at other stuff first in order for Mm -hmm. the soul to be happy in order for the soul to flourish and when it relates to when i look at this what i went through um i never had a big appetite for money and Mm -hmm. i used to kind of feel like something was wrong with me with that because I was around people that they were really hungry for money and they wanted money. That's that, that was, there was a lot of emphasis put on it, but it really, you know, I wanted to make sure my bills are paid and stuff like that, but I, I never really had this major 
hunger for money. What I wanted was to know my purpose. Ever since I was little, I wanted to know my purpose. Like, why am I here? Mm -hmm. And whenever I got exposed to some things in life and whenever things, things I, I, I learned from soul ties I got tangled up with is that when we talk about time too, the wrong connections, the wrong connections will pull out of you what the essence of what you need. And then Mm-hmm. when you reach for what you need in order to do what you should be able to do, you don't have it because it is getting sent through this attachment to the wrong person. That's what I was saying. Not every soul tie is a bad thing, but for the most part, we look at soul ties. We look at it in a connotation of, oh, wait, we need to break all soul ties. And set and other. For some, yeah, that might be the case. But how much of ourselves do we have? And I think I was talking to you and I was talking about wholeness, being whole. And, and a lot of times we can't be whole because we don't have what we need because we've been giving it away. We've been giving it out. Mm -hmm. And for a lot of men, not to be graphic here, but for a lot of men, they have they've sown their seeds, so to speak, in ways that were, <laughs> they, they, were, they were just depleted and emptied out. And a lot of men are doing this. There, there's many different areas of soul ties. It can, it can even be like with attachments to things, addictions and things like that. But it's usually going to be a another soul that it's always going to be another soul that's involved with it. So we can be fixated on things, but then there's something with the condition of the soul. And usually there's going to be a enabler that we're attached to. that we Yeah. need to detach from. So we have someone who's enabling us to keep eating the way we need, enabling Mm us hmm to indulge our appetites. And, and it's nothing wrong with desires that are natural. It's nothing wrong with exploring those things, but we have to learn to have everything in its proper place as it relates to our purpose. And we find that by exploring, and sometimes we learn these lessons that don't come easy. mm -hmm. But um, for me, when I looked at, when I was going through the soul ties I was involved with, which mainly were so distracting, they were sexual soul ties. And, and there were things I had to get pulled from that I got into. And I, like I said, I'm transparent about it. I've been there in my life where I had been hooked on the pornography, had partners that, that, that everything was leading one direction. They were open to whatever, but there was just a lot of stuff. And, and that's, that's where all my attention went. So when I looked at what happened with the time that I could have been putting off into what I was going to be starting at one time as a coaching company, I was looking at where all my energy was going, where it was getting spent. And there was so much depletion from being connected to other souls and those appetites of theirs. And all these different things that's hard to explain without people just being able to just get a picture for their own experience and say, ah, that's how I can identify these soul ties, whether they're healthy or not. But you really want to identify the unhealthy ones first. Because you got Yeah. to detach. So, you know, when you were talking about the young lady you were on the app with, that's interesting. That's a good example. You had never met. But Yeah. in the realm of our souls and, and in the realm of energy, there's not a need for the typical, you know, we shake hands and that kind of stuff. That it's, it's, it's amazing what happens as beings when we connect on any level. There can be a connection that um, needs clarification. And it takes time to get that clarification. You know, I had some um, analogies that I would attach to everything that you said.
-hmm. So the same way that I said, you know, your blood flows out of your head in order to protect you when you're in certain situations is the same way how your energy flows out of you when it's a soul tie that's not serving you. Mm -hmm. Right. And I love that you brought up my friend, um, because what's interesting is as soon as that tie was severed, mm -hmm. so many amazing things came into my life and I couldn't believe it. And it was interesting because it's almost like spirit or intuition kept leading me to say, see, you let go of that and mm -hmm. look at what happened. Mm -hmm. See, you let go of that and looked at look at what happened. And it's amazing how that went, right? Mm -hmm. But also bringing back to what you said about the depletion of energy that comes with um, males and sexual partners, right? Mm -hmm. On the opposite side, if we're looking at, you know, um, heterosexual partners mm -hmm. on the female side is we carry so much energy in our womb space. Wow. It doesn't oh, need yeah. to be sexual energy mm -hmm. it can just be energy that people have left there mm -hmm. and i'm and i have a, a meditation teacher right now um michelle warnica and when she does her meditations she always says um and we're a group of women she always says like let's clear the energies from our female body because that energy gets stuck in there. Those soul ties, because sometimes it's like, you know, you have a soul tie with somebody, but sometimes it's just like people can attach to you in ways that you didn't exactly. imagine. It might not even be somebody you gave permission mm -hmm. to be there, right? Mm -hmm. And with women, it could be, you know, partners and um, children and all that stuff that gets stuck in there. Mm -hmm energetically you know it's not like you're having sex with your child um, <laughs> <laughs> we, oh my god that'd be dude no <laughs> never. that's what i say so it's god. energetic uh -huh. and so you've got to clear it out and that's why and it's in your hip area you know your womb space so the the ass shaking the um twerking belly dancing all those type of things is very very healthy for women um, it's also healthy for men um, because you also have a sacral chakra and a root chakra and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But for women, it's extremely, extremely important. Wow. Um, and then to bring it back to what you said about men, and I can't talk about the experience about being a man because I've never been one, but um, the depletion that you said, I never saw it that way, but I see it because men are always trying to fill up with something mm -hmm. whether it is alcohol drugs something more than women do you know yeah um, yeah so that makes sense is a depletion yeah because it's it's you know the way that we have the way it's the way i've seen it in the human experience is that uh, masculine energy emits and feminine energy receives yeah. So when we look at that, many men have seen tremendous results in uh, manifestation work when it comes to seed retention, which is not yes. by any means easy for any healthy man. 
um <laughs> you know unhealthy people i'm just you know i'm just being real because for men once the libido goes you know your health is in trouble that's Mm just hmm that's life that's that's just the way life is produced so Yeah. you, your vessel needs to be healthy no matter what your desires are no matter what your appetites are who you want or what you want i'm just saying i don't want nobody attacking me over that so Yeah. <laughs> what i what i had in my personal experience noticed until i got to a place to where i um was able to grow stronger in in variable areas uh, mind body soul spirit so on and so forth is that i would i would just feel drained i would feel empty i would you know oh, here's a good example we all grown folk
but that's the only way I can put it. And it just works. I don't know why it works. It just works. It just works. When men preserve themselves, their testosterone goes up. Hmm. And it, now, if there is perversion that's there at play, that's where it gets to be a struggle. And I notice with every man, there's some kind of connection on the soul level to something that is going to be disruptive because it's going to pull from the resource needed to accomplish whatever really is desired. It's going to pull from that with all these distractions that are associated in the realm of appetites. And that's tough. That's tough. You have to go through the process of breaking that and getting free from that. There's an aspect of that that's enjoyable, that's fun, that's that's great, and that has has its purpose. But when it's all encompassing of our intention and our attention, that's where our manifestations get messed up and get blocked. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. But also, I would add to that too. Mm -hmm. Um, it depends again, as you said, on the intention. You know, because I think sex and sex exploration and being in that is also a very powerful conduit mm -hmm. to manifestation, right? Mm -hmm. It's why you're doing it. Mm -hmm. The why is super important. Like if you're drinking alcohol, right? Mm -hmm. Why are you doing it? Are you doing it in order to repress emotions or are you doing it because hey, it's fun. Let's like do one, right? Or have a few drinks and that's it. Mm -hmm. Why are you doing it? And so with sex, if you're having sex or having any sort of sexual release in order to run away from a problem, mm -hmm. then it's not going to be used positively for your manifestation. In fact, what you resist persists. So mm -hmm. if you're running away from a problem and you're ingraining the sexual energy in that, and since mm -hmm. sexual energy is a conduit and it is a powerful energy, mm -hmm. you're creating literally sex is for creation. Yes. You know, you're creating more yeah. problems, everything you're running away from mm -hmm. and you magnify that with sex, it's going to be bigger. That's right. If you do that on the opposite side where you're doing it out of love, out of self-love, out of the love for the partner that you're with, whether it is your one and only partner or not, mm -hmm. then what you're doing is you're creating more love. You're magnifying more love. You're alchemizing more love within your life. I like the way you put that because that puts, so, okay, that's interesting. So, I've, that's yeah. Interesting. So then you remove the, oh, you can't do this if you don't have a partner or you can't do this. Oh, yeah, because that's how it sounds. Yeah, right. it's like, yeah, that's how it sounds. why are you doing it? Yeah. And whatever reason that is, mm -hmm. it's gonna be magnified. I like that verbiage way better than my own that I used because it makes it clearer. I, I like that. Yeah. Better. Yeah. Because there are some things that are unhealthy. And that's, mm -hmm. the, you know, well, I, it may not be common sense for everybody, but I would say if you're going out there and you're hooking up with um, with people on the corner, mm -hmm. I don't see what good could come out of that. <laughs> just be, You know, you have the risk of disease. You don't know the person. It's just like a lot. Of, that's irresponsible. Mm -hmm. So 
I think that a person has to find that within their their journey of them finding their higher self. And the way you put it, I think is really, really impactful because it's 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 not taking away a person's liberty. And it yeah. doesn't restrict a person from being able to enjoy. It's really the intent. And 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 intent is is the key with everything. Like we said, setting intention, which I, I need to get back to doing that with these podcasts before we even start them. Setting Oh intention. yeah. We just jumped right in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's cool. You know, it's 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 a brand new person and it's you know, it's just it's exciting to talk and we, we got so much we want to share. Um it's it's really hard to contain and just just save any of it for later. But I, I literally got caught up in the zeal and, and forgot to set the intention. I think I've done that before, but I need to stay on top of that. So you have to help me with being accountable to do that. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's very yeah. important. Absolutely. But yeah, I mean, a lot of people don't think of the intent. And then a lot of the intent, I mean, a lot of it for most people, and this is just being honest, is selfish intent. <laughs> it really mm -hmm. is. And it could look any number of ways, but the way you put it, if they go back and they listen to where you were talking on that, that's actually a very good way to look at it. Yeah. Because it is meant to be enjoyed. It is meant to be, it's, it's, it, it, it does have its tremendous value and its benefits on many different levels. And if it's misused, it makes itself evident pretty quick. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I also want to add that it's not limited to just heterosexuals, you know, having sex because mm -hmm. it's magnified no matter what type of person is involved in it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's, it's a magical thing. And what you, going back to what you said, most people don't think about their intentions. Mm -hmm. It's true. It's true. We are, <laughs> I think I talked to you about this last time we spoke. Mm -hmm we're usually in a hypnotic state and the things around us are meant to keep us in that. If yeah. you look at scrolling on social media, scrolling on your phone in any way, mm -hmm. it's mindless. You know, you're in a, and that's a hypnotic state. When you're in that state, anything that comes in mm -hmm. goes into your subconscious, yes, going back to what we were talking about earlier. Mm -hmm. So that is one way watching TV, binging and, you know, mindlessly going about it. That's mm -hmm. a hypnotic state when you're driving too. And, you know, I talked about, you don't even remember how you got there. You just arrived. Mm -hmm. You're in a hypnotic state. And so we generally, <laughs> most people in the world live in a state of hypnosis mm -hmm. and, that is why it's really hard to then, you know, be very aware of why are you doing this? You don't know why, because you're in that state. So the, the practice of being mindful, um, I know you're a huge fan of meditation. That's one way of doing it, but constantly bringing yourself to being mindful so that you are, um, you know, you're not just being dictated by your subconscious and your patterns of the past mm -hmm. that allows you to break free of that. And I don't think we can always be like, I'm not going to be in the hypnotic state ever. Like 
literally the entire world is built around that. And I mean, if you're in nature and stuff like that, you can. It's totally cool to choose a life where you only live in nature. But <laughs> if you're functioning in a society, yeah. especially Western society with all the technology te technologies and all the stuff that we use, we get in those hypnotic states. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. And that's why we have to be conscious of our subconscious because there mm -hmm. are those programmed um, impulses. Yeah. Programmed, and also, yeah. also, you can't be conscious of everything. It's impossible. Oh, yeah. You right? lose your mind. So yeah. you've got to pick one area or one thing mm -hmm. that you're going to be conscious of or one practice, a meditation. Mm -hmm. I love breath work. I do a whole lot of breath work. Um, and a whole lot of EFT tapping as well. But that is one thing that I ingrained. And it's interesting because right now, you know, I switch through modalities. I go through my day. I'm like, I'm not feeling good here. What do I need? I know exactly what I need. I can easily alchemize every moment from I'm not feeling what I want to feel or I'm not believing what I want to believe into I do want to and changing it into something else. Mm -hmm. But that is years of practice. Right, right. And I started one thing at a time. And even that one thing usually was too much. You know, I remember trying to lie down and do a breathwork session um, that I found on YouTube. And it was like one thing on YouTube that I found. And so I used to do the same exact thing over and over again. Oh, wow. And um, I couldn't finish it. I oh, couldn't what? finish it. Really? In the beginning, because it was too much, too much. Like I start breathing and it's like too much emotions. My body is shutting down or I start crying and it's like this huge event, right? Because I was unregulated. I wasn't trained to be in that. Now it's uh -huh. easy. Ah, right okay. now. Okay. Now I don't even feel resistance to go do a breathwork session or to do tapping or to do whatever. Mm -hmm. But that's through years and years and years of experience. Yeah. That th There's a value in establishing positive patterns. Mm -hmm. um, there's a value in it. Some people are like, oh, I don't want no cycles. You do mm -hmm. want to have healthy patterns and healthy cycles. Because, um, yeah. you know, not every cycle is a bad cycle. Not every connection is a bad connection. Um, we have to be able to distinguish and discern what is beneficial. And the key element for everybody, the key takeaway is to get to know who you are. Mm -hmm. That should be your number one goal. And you will get to know who you are by being around others and things of that nature. It'll get to that point. But for some of you, it, it, it will mean and for some, I'm not saying for everybody, um, that you'll have to start over and reset. And that's going to mean... Yeah cutting some people out or maybe everybody for a season everything is for seasons mm -hmm. and you know like when you cut the young lady and all these good things started coming it's so mysterious and, and so amazing how blockages mm -hmm. are, are something we're not aware of until we actually do the work and sometimes yeah. in doing the work we don't even know that we got we just get rid of stuff that we would we would think it 
inadvertently done or accidentally done. We did not intend to do it. It just so happened mm -hmm. we we release things that we didn't even know we released and good things come in. So um, that 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 intent to just start is what it comes down to. Um, when you're looking at soul ties, just look at the connections you have and where you ultimately want to be and what each person's contribution or whatever the opposite is, um, is in relation to that, you know, when it comes to your relationship. I'm sorry, I am, it's Monday <laughs> and I got up stupid early and I know I'm not on my A game today, y'all. Y'all know I don't stumble over words this much. <laughs> it's taking me five minutes to say something I would normally say in seconds. So bear with me. This is This is mainly something I wanted to do uh, just to get it started with Shadia because she's been a breath of fresh air. Thank you. You have, you have been a breath of fresh air. Um, and, you know, we, we may talk about the soul ties later. We may not. We may deviate and just, just talk about, you know, it, this is really spirit driven. Mm -hmm. That's that's the thing. Um, I feel like when it comes to this point that we've made and these points we've made, people that need it will get it. Yeah. And that's that's what it's all about. Um what would you what would you like to say as as just closing thoughts? Just take your time. I I, I definitely want to give you the floor just to sow seed on people's minds, um, whatever's on your heart. I would say depending on where you are in your journey, what we spoke about today can be very overwhelming. And you could feel like you are so far away from it. And actually, even if you already understand some of these things, just facing it again, you know, when somebody's talking about it can sometimes feel like, oh, my God, I have such a long way to go. And that's where I that's what I usually feel. But I've gotten into the practice of saying, OK, I see that this this training, this podcast, this thing that happened is showing me the fact that I have more to work on. And so I'm going to take too. it step by step. I'm going to take that one step that I have in front of me. I'm going to set the intention for all of this to be better, right? Like if it's soul, tie soul ties that I have to break, then I'll, you can, you might not even know who it is that you need to break off right away. True. Sometimes you have that picture clear in your mind and you're like, <laughs> this person, <laughs> I've been knowing that this person oh holds God. me back. And sometimes you don't, but if you just set the intention, coming back to the power of intention of saying, you know, I'm going to set the intention and you can do it right now with me and just say, you know, I'm going to set the intention of breaking every soul tie that is not in alignment with my North node, mm. with my purpose. Mm. Just doing that, that, just saying that I'm setting it too. Mm. <laughs> just doing that alone is powerful. Yeah. You know, it's powerful because things are going to come into your reality. People are going to drop off. Um, you might see things. It, it will come together. And again, it doesn't mean that you don't need to take action, right? <laughs> like if it's right in front of <laughs> right. you and you know you need to cut someone off 
or maybe you need to energetically cut someone off that you don't even talk to or see, but you see, you feel that they're still siphoning your energy or spirit is telling you that they're still siphoning your energy. It might be like somebody at your job that works on an entirely different floor Mm. that you barely ever see that is taking away from that. Mm -hmm. If spirit is telling you and guiding you, Hey, break this off or let go of this, clear this off from your energy field, from your female body, from your male body, from all of it, do it. Yeah. And also, also sometimes it depends on where you are in your journey. You feel like you need to let go of something and you might not even know what it was. It's not always conscious of, oh, I let go of Shadia because she was taking my energy. (laughs) Sometimes it's like, I feel like this energy and I need to release it and you release it and let it go wherever it needs to go. You send it back to whoever was putting it on you and you don't know who it is. Or sometimes it can come to you in a form of a symbol or in a form of an animal or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. Either way, it's okay. Just let it go and don't be hyper-focused and obsessed with knowing who was it (laughs) who was this person and why did they do this and they hate me and i hate them right back and no the drama is unnecessary just let it go and in papiamento we say which is like let the shit just float away you know let the shit float away For real, I like that. You let the shit flow. <laughs> That's the toilet, dang it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't don't see oh, the shit God. and just like look at it and bask in it and be like, "Ooh, that was a good shit." Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> Where did it come from? Why is it this color? <laughs> Flush it. <laughs> Oh my How god. How stinky is it? <laughs> I'm saying, man. Oh, oh my god, man. That's where all them funky attitudes come from, man. Yeah. Like flush the toilet naked, Got all that shit up in there stinking, man. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to analyze the shit. Yeah. Just flush yeah, it. Just flush it. Just flush <laughs> flush that shit down. For real. And you oh certainly don't need to name your shit. And like, oh God, no! <laughs> take no. it off and like put it, take it out and put it on a pedestal. Like it's shit. Why? <laughs> but we do that sometimes, so that's why I had to have this conversation. <laughs> oh my God, I needed that. I needed that. Oh my God, I can't even. I have nothing. <laughs> I can't say nothing now. Okay. Oh man. <laughs> and you don't need to be a shit expert of like no. Oh my god. <laughs> and some of us, you know, we go and analyze other people's shit in their right. toilet. Oh, that part. <laughs> that part. Oh my god. Oh man. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> I needed that. Oh my god. I'm sure somebody else heard that needed that. Especially, and I, I mean, especially if it's their Monday. Now, you 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 said something that you're like, "Hey, I like every day. I like every day too." Only thing I don't like about Monday through maybe Wednesday is the traffic. Oh yeah, but I I, I commute from like my bed to my office. <laughs> 
so there is no traffic in my world. Oh my God. I used to, I used to do that. I, 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 I was there and then I chose to take a, another path and now I'm, 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 I'm just, I'm just like, Hey, I've learned now, like you said, I've, I've been flushing the toilet a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been, cause I'm telling you it's been, it's today I had to flush the toilet big time because Yeah. there was a, there was a whole lot of shit. I ain't gonna lie, but And if I feel you don't good. flush, if you don't flush regularly too, there's, there might be a lot to flush, you know, Yes. <laughs> Yes. and it might get clogged up <laughs> and you need a plunger. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's all good. Like, it, oh, my call, God. get the plunger, get the, what do you call the plumber, get whatever you need. Hey, that therapist As would be long the plumber. as it's, yeah. Life coach something. <laughs> <laughs> A freedom alchemist. For <laughs> real? Don't Yeah, say. hey, there you go. Give him your website. We got a plumber right here, y'all. We got a she's my plumber too, so <laughs> yep, divine connection. we'll turn that shit into gold. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is this is hilarious. Oh my god. Now that's 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 true alchemy right there. Yeah. Yeah. That's literally the definition of it. <laughs> they don't usually say shit, but <laughs> Oh my it's god. turning one thing into another Into thing. another. That's it. That's it. Wow, Shadia, you you are <laughs> awesome. Give give them your website one more time. yeah. Um it's heyshadia.com. That's H E Y S H W -E, e D I A dot com. Hey, y'all got it here. And look, this is this is still growing. We're in the beginning stages. She is a blessing, and I'm telling you on many different levels. Um You you're you're awesome, and I'm I'm sure your partner is awesome, and maybe one day we can get him on. I don't know, but this is this is beautiful. I love this, and like I said, that 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 co-host part. I'm not playing. I'm serious. I'm I'm down. serious. Awesome, <laughs> awesome. we need to talk logistics. Yeah, we'll we'll figure <laughs> all this out. We'll we'll figure yeah. all this out as as, as it grows. We're gonna really have to. Um, but especially now that it's growing and it's in its genesis, I'm, I'm, I'm beyond grateful. I'm grateful Mm for you. Thank you so much for your time. I'm serious. -hmm. You're welcome. It's a blessing to be here and like chat it up with you. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. We're going to get more people on, more guests on, and we'll, um, we'll double team them. No, I'm playing. Y'all, I don't want to scare nobody out, but anyway, we'll all have fun. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been. another North Node episode for you, and I hope you enjoy it. Once again, this is Shadia, and look forward to Shadia on a regular basis. As much as I can get her, I'm going to get her, y'all. All right? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs>